At Bank of Ireland, you don't have to talk face-to-face. Our mortgage team are happy to talk FaceTime to FaceTime and give you all the info you need, from how to get started to how much to save. FaceTime our mortgage team to talk about a personalised mortgage that's right for you. When you're ready to make a move, we're ready to make it with you. Bank of Ireland. Begin. Lending criteria, terms and conditions apply. Over 18s only. Mortgage approval subject to assessment of suitability and affordability. Bank of Ireland Mortgage Bank trading as Bank of Ireland Mortgages is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. So I just told this story on a bird show today. We talk about women's intuition and how it's often accurate, which I agree with. It is. But often it's not always. And there's, there's those times, ladies, when, well, it's just off. And one of the times I remember being on the other end of this was my ex was so convinced, so convinced that no man ever goes to see his grandmother like twice a month. That was ridiculous to her. I used to go see my grandmother, if not every Saturday, every other Saturday. So I saw her at least twice a month. And I would go over there and just kick it with my grandmother, literally. And it was times I would come back a little saucy. Because me and grandma kicked it. I got me a little henny. She had a glass of wine and we kicked it. We talked about real life stuff. These moments was like some of the best moments of my life. But she was like, no guy is spending a whole Saturday with his grandma and coming back saucy. I said, clearly, you don't know me. You don't know my grandmother. You don't know our relationship. She wouldn't take my word for it. She continued to believe that I was cheating on her with my grandmother. (laughs) So one day, she came on over. She followed me or something. She rung the bell. And she said, I know you in there with that bitch. <laughs> I said, oh, my grandmother said, who could that be? I said, I have no idea, grandma. It's <laughs> some psycho who would say such a thing. We can't let her in. And then she kept ringing the bell. Eventually, my grandmother said, who is this? And she said, it's me, bitch. (laughs) It's not funny. It's not funny, but (laughs) it's just just a real-life moment that happened to me. And she was so wrong. Like, who does that? That's the same girl who put the damn iPad on the couch thinking that she was going to catch me cheating from that. The iPad ain't have... At that time, but three hours of battery, I wasn't even going to be home for another six hours. I mean, ladies, if you got a good man in your life, especially a man who has an amazing relationship with his grandmother, like, don't curse his grandmother out. That's probably not a good idea. What What is my life, man? Sometimes you just got to ask yourself that. Has anybody ever been in a situation where they don't even know if they're in a relationship or not? All right, that's just me. All right, never mind. Welcome to In The Moment. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment I talk about the comedy in it all. If this is your first time, welcome to the funniest podcast you've never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitch, or your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners. Episode 36. This the energy I'm on this week, y'all. This how I'm feeling. I'm feeling good. Yo, man, Tamia got it right on this one. Have y'all seen Tamiya lately? What a beautiful voice. What a beautiful woman. I mean, Tamiya looks really good. I mean that in the most respectful way. Shout out to her husband, Grant Hill. 
Grant Hill is a retired professional basketball player, if you don't know. And, yeah, I, I just saw them the other day, like, just kicking it. And I was like, wow, I forgot how amazing of a couple they are over the years. You never hear anything bad about them. They support each other. They seem like they're in a good place. Shout out to Grant Hill. They thought he was about to be the next Jordan when he came out of Duke. That was before he broke everything. Grant broke everything. That was a hill he couldn't get up. But but in the time that they thought he was going to be the next Jordan, he made sure to bag Tamia and married her. That's a smart man. I'm not mad at you, King. Grant knew what time it was. Grant bagged her before she realized his legs ain't work. <laughs> That's just the truth. They married her and then everything stopped working. But that's okay. They still got up that hill together. Shout out to the hills, Grant and Tamia. All right, let's get down to business. I got a lot to cover. I got a little bit of time. It's a few things I'm mad at right now. Um, I'm going to start with Facebook. Facebook, let's talk. Let's talk. I don't need a million bracelets, Facebook. I don't. Okay? I don't. I bought one bracelet. Just one. Okay? I bought one bracelet. And now, every time I go on Facebook... It's so many ads that I can't even do what I actually came to Facebook to do. Like, check on my mom. I just want to see how my mom is doing, Facebook. I can't even see. I can't get to her because it's too many ads of bracelets. I bought one bracelet. And now, every time I log into Facebook, they are shoving bracelets down my throat. I already have one. <laughs> I don't know who came up with this philosophy. Like, who's responsible for this? Facebook, typically the way things work, if you buy something, you don't need it again. I bought one bracelet, and now I've seen every bracelet that has ever been created. Every bracelet on planet Earth has been on one Facebook scroll for me. I already have it. Like, you're late, Facebook. I bought it from someone else. Now you want to show me a million bracelets. That's stupid. Maybe you should show me an anklet. Maybe that's something that I need to add to the bracelet. But no, you just want to keep showing me bracelets. And now I don't know how my mother's doing, Facebook. That's your fault. Another thing, while I'm here, Facebook, every memory is not a great one. <laughs> I, don't, like, I don't know what your life has been like, but there's certain points of my life I don't want to remember. Remember this from seven years ago? Actually, yes, I do. And now I'm traumatized today because that wasn't a good memory. I don't talk to that person anymore. I don't like how I look in that picture. I didn't have a great night that night. I remember what I went through. Okay. Like I don't like that's nothing about that picture is something that I want to remember. In fact, now that we're here, delete it. Why is this even here? I almost forgot that this night happened. I almost forgot that me and that person is no longer talking. I almost forgot that that was one of the worst nights of my life. Thank you, Facebook. So now you're shoving bracelets and terrible memories down my throat every time I log in. I was already uncomfortable when you started letting people poke me. I didn't like that. I don't want to be poked. Like, I don't, as a man, I've never woke up and said to myself, today's a great day to get poked. I've never done that. I promise y'all. And I don't really go on Facebook a lot. But the few times that I do, I don't want to remember the worst nights of my life. And I don't want to have to swim through bracelets to see how my mom is doing. That's all I'm saying. And stop pretending like you're not listening. You're listening and you're watching. You're listening to me right now. I'm going to log into Facebook and they're going to start selling me heels. Because I said Grant Hill. Like that, I know that's going to happen. Facebook just heard me say Grant Hill and they're going to start selling me heels by an artist named Grant. I, I know it. I just know it. And I'm tired of it. I don't know who came up with this. I don't know who thought this was a good idea. People don't want you to tell them what they like. <laughs> I've lived long enough to know that. They don't. Fellas. 
don't don't order for the lady unless that's your lady and you are 100 percent sure you're right don't don't try to be the guy who gets it who orders for her and you don't know what she likes that's not sexy no one wants to be told what they like facebook stop it even when you write it's weird like even if if i log on to facebook and i go damn i need some shorts and they're like here they are okay now you're invading my privacy i'm not i'm not comfortable I don't even like that Gmail has this new technology. I don't know if y'all use Gmail, but it finishes your sentences for you. You start typing something and it'll go, hey, suggestion. Here's what you were probably going to say. And the thing that I don't like about it is it's always right. <laughs> Why is this so accurate? I don't. <laughs> am I that basic of a thinker that like, <laughs> as soon as I start something, you know exactly where I'm going. Oh, here, fam. Here you go. This is what you was looking for. Like, whoa. I try to delete it and add a different spin on it. <laughs> so I don't feel I don't feel like Gmail knows me. Gmail don't know me. And Facebook, stop reminding me of everything. Okay? That's 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 just how I'm feeling this week. Facebook make you realize you gotta clear your history before you die. Anybody else ever think of that? You can't die before you clear your history. I think all of us search something daily that we would have to explain. Like you, <laughs> you could easily take it out of context if you saw it. And I don't ever want that to be a thing with me. If I'm ever at a point where they like, Mo, it's your time. Is there anything you want us to do? Yes. Clear my search history. I don't need it. I don't want wings. I don't want pizza. I don't want to see anybody. I just want you to clear my search history on everything I've ever used. Please. It's things that I don't have the time to explain to y'all. I mean, I went through a phase of where you would have checked my search history and everything was about serial killers. I mean, but I just was trying to educate myself. Like, I wasn't interested. But if I had died, oh, my God, what was Mo going through? I, I'm just curious. I just have a curious mind. That's it. it I mean, you got to clear your search history. I seen a man get arrested one time and he threw his phone. And, and the officer was like, why'd you throw your phone if you have nothing to hide? And he was like, fam, I'm not hiding anything from you. I just know y'all was going to give my phone to my girl. <laughs> it's like, broke. <laughs> Can't look through it now. <laughs> this man is a brilliant criminal. They, they clearly got the wrong guy because that man is thinking clearly. His head is on straight. Anyway, I don't need a million bracelets, Facebook. Some things just don't make sense to me. Things have to make sense to me. I always let everybody in my life know that. If it doesn't make sense to me, I'm going to tell you that. I had a homeboy call me the other day, and he was like, yo, I'm getting a new dog. I said, I'm proud of you, bro. What you getting? He said, I'm getting a Great Dane. I said, man, that's dope. I'm happy for you, but why a Great Dane? Great Danes never made any sense to me. And he said, why? And I said, well, what makes a Dane so great if all of them are? <laughs> like, seriously. Like, and he was like, yo, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, no, I want an answer. Like, if every Dane is great, then how great are you really? You, in order to be great, you have to be compared to something that's not. If there's a great Dane, it has to be a not-so-great Dane. That, I mean, is there a weak Dane? Not the greatest of Danes? Dane Cook? Is there a low-down-dirty Dane? It's a lot of questions I have. Why, if every great... That's the problem with people. We t I keep telling y'all, we too easily impressed. We think everything is great. That's why we don't know what genius really is anymore. And it starts with dogs. It starts with the Danes of the world. I just need things to make sense. I don't understand why we call them Great Danes. We can no longer call them Great Danes until we have not so Great Danes running around. That's just how I feel. Changing the world one weird thing at a time. We're getting to the bottom of things on in the moment today, ladies and gentlemen. I told y'all I'm in a rare space. All right, let's get down to business. Let's talk Nicki Minaj. Here's the thing. In life, you win some, you lose some. That's just the way it goes. 
Nikki is the perfect example of that this week. Nikki had a win this week and a loss this week. Nikki was up. I don't care what anybody say. People pay attention to this. Think about this. Nikki and Meek Mill were once together. If you're not familiar, Nicki Minaj is a, a pretty popular rapper. So is Meek Mill. They were once a thing. They were together. It was very public. I thought it was nasty. No one listened to me. They went on with their business as they should have. Then they broke up. And they have publicly been kind of in little beefs every once in a while here and there since. Nikki gets married. Meek has a baby. Now fast forward. Nikki is now pregnant. And right after that, Meek announces his breakup. Before Meek announced his breakup, he was commenting on Nicki Minaj's pregnancy. Now, he didn't say anything directly, but he commented on it. And that was like the second or third time that he has publicly said something to Nicki Minaj, which makes me feel like Milan felt some kind of way as a woman. Because you're not going to just keep showing the world that you're still obsessed with this woman while I just had your child. So they broke up. Nikki is petty, literally. Her last name is Petty because she married a man whose last name is Petty. This was a win for her. This is a win for almost anybody. I got to admit that when you break up with some, when you break up with somebody, it becomes a competition. I don't care what anybody says. It does. Okay. The moment that you have to look and go, oh my God, they're doing better than me in life right now. You feel like you got to step up. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. Something ain't right. Even the nicest of people in the world want to look back and go, ah, look at me. You see me. You should have kept me. You blew it, right? So Nikki now is having a baby with her new petty husband. And that's no joke. He really is a petty husband. And Meek is breaking up? And it seems like he's in love with her publicly? Oh, this is nasty, man. Nikki was winning. I guarantee you. I would love to have been a part of one of Nikki's group texts that week. Then the announcement drops that Cardi is doing a song with Meg that drops Friday this week. So now Cardi and Meg collab, Beyonce and Meg collab will both be bigger than the Nicki Minaj and Meg collab. Nicki feels some type of way Cardi won this round. To get the song with Meg right off of the incident, of course, everybody's going to want to hear Meg's verse. It probably has nothing to do with what she just went through, but everybody's going to want to hear it. We want to know if it's a pop. We want to know if it's dope. Cardi picked the right time to do a song with Meg. She won that round. Life is about wins and losses. Nicki Minaj is one-to-one -one with life right now. It's a draw. Now, sometimes in life, there's no wins. There's just losses. And uh, speaking of losses and losers, I'm going to get into this J.W. Lucas guy real quick. A lot of y'all wanted my opinion on it, so here we go. Dude is an idiot. If you're not familiar with this story, J.W. Lucas is an alleged record producer. Um, he's a white guy who claims that he has produced records for Little Uzi, Pop Smoke, The Baby, and Jack Harlow. The only reason I mention that he's white is because it's relevant to the story. Now, I don't, I've never heard of this dude personally. Uh, it seems as if most of the people in the music industry are saying they've never heard of him. And even Jack Harlow, the rapper, came out and released a statement saying that he's never heard of him and he didn't actually produce the song that he claims that he produced. So I don't know how real or authentic this guy is, but he made some comments about Breonna Taylor that immediately went viral and now people are talking about him i'm not gonna spend long on this guy at all because i feel like everybody talking about him is giving him what i believe he wants but basically he tweeted this why is the world asking for justice for brianna taylor of course she shouldn't have lost her life but do you realize that she was involved with multiple drug dealers who were using her house as a trap spot if you sign up for that life there are consequences 
right. First of all, if you don't know the Breonna Taylor story by now, I, I, you should Google it. But this information is completely false. We're going to start there. It's not even true. I don't know why he felt the need to make this statement. When you see an entire culture of people fighting for someone, there's probably a reason they're fighting. You should be smart enough to know that if you are not a part of that culture, you should have nothing to say if not in support of what they're fighting for, period. But on top of that, these are not even facts. If you want to be an enemy and hate, by all means, but do some research, fam. Breonna Taylor was not involved with multiple drug dealers, and they were not using her house as a trap spot. Breonna Taylor was an emergency room technician who was simply sleeping with her boyfriend. And the house that the police were actually looking for was very far from her house, and the suspects were already captured. So what are you talking about? Now, this guy claims that he's not racist. I went to his Instagram. He's one of those delusional guys who thinks he's a lot smarter than he is. And now he's gotten himself in this situation that he's not going to be able to get himself out of. Activists and one of the leaders of our culture, Tamika Mallory, tried to actually talk sense into this dude. A lot of people felt like she was wasting her time. Unfortunately, it appeared that way, though I understand why she felt the need to defend Breonna Taylor and try to talk to this dude because it went viral. And here's how that went. Extremely racist for a white man to try to tell black people what we are doing, where we need to go, what our issues that, are. That is part of the gated institutional narrative. Tamika, I should be I should be a leader in the Black Lives Matter movement because I'm more capable than you. Right. Yes, I am. So you know what? Here's what you don't understand do. the nature Here's of reality. Do, All Lewis. negative externalities must be eliminated. The people that you do business with to make a decision about whether or not what you're saying and the propaganda and the lies that you're spreading is something that they should continue to support. So what I promise you is that you will have to deal with me for the rest of your life because anybody you do business with, I'm going to show up to make sure that they know that you are a racist and that your rhetoric and the tone that you're using is extremely dangerous and that you disrespected the life of a young 26 year old never, woman. Never, never. I will not accept that. That's and it shows your colors. You don't give a about decreasing problems, Tamika. You care about getting your own political game. You're calling me a culture vulture. When I am telling you that I bring more to hip hop culture than anyone in it, period. Listen, <laughs> it's okay to shut up. It's okay. It's okay to say, you know what? I might not have known what I was talking about. I might have spoke prematurely. I might have got out of line. I need to learn. I'm sorry. It's okay. This dude doubled down. You told Tamika that you can lead the culture better than her. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. It reeks of privilege. I don't even know how this is a thing. In my mind, no one can be this ignorant. You've done more for people in hip hop than it. What are you talking about? What, what is he talking about? I can only imagine that this guy's looking for some kind of clout. He wants his little 10 minutes of fame. I don't see how this 10 minutes is going to be worth it. But if that's what you want, you got it, player. Uh, you'll never hear that guy's name out of my mouth again. He is a clown. Moving on. All right, let's talk Marriage Boot Camp. Marriage Boot Camp is a show that comes on WeTV. I am not the biggest fan. I've never actually seen a full episode. I feel like they show black people in black relationships at their worst. And it's always violence. I mean, it sells. It is what it is. It's the formula of reality TV. We all know how that goes. But I typically don't support these things. But one of the clips went viral of Tahiri and Vado. If you're not familiar, Tahiri is a model and Vado is a rapper. And they are together on this show. I really don't think they're together in real life. Something about them just strikes me as 
not actually together. But a clip went viral of, I guess it was a reunion episode, and Tahiri was expressing herself. She was expressing some of the things that she doesn't like about Vado, and Vado got up and appeared to, like, really grab her and choke her up almost, like, yoke her up. He didn't choke her, but he yoked her up, grabbed her up. And eventually one of the guys got to him, and they escorted him out the room, and it was obviously very awkward, very ugly to watch. I'm sure it was a trigger for a lot of people. It was ugly. It was an ugly situation. I hated it. And a lot of women complained that the men didn't do anything fast enough in the situation. And then footage was released that kind of led up to that incident. If you followed their relationship, there was a point where Tahiri spoke on national television about how she's never been with a dude that was as broke as Vado. And it was a struggle for her. And he looked like he was hurt, which I, I think any man in that position w would be. Um, if a woman ever said that about me on national TV, like, yo, it's the brokest dude I've been with. I can't believe I'm even with him. Well, that's the last day you're going to be with me. But that's just me. I'm taking my broke ass on to somebody who's going to fix me. See what I did there? But Vado stayed. And then there was another incident where they appeared to be arguing about something. And Tahiri was throwing apples at him and was being a little, little hot. Was, and was being loud with him. And then Lil Duvall made a comment of none of the women in the room are going to do anything about this. And this this was all a thing of who was right, who was wrong. Should they have released the scenes in the order that they happened so that Vado didn't look crazy? Here's the thing for me. Vado's going to look crazy regardless. No one was right in this situation. Domestic violence is just not cool, period. From anyone. Men should keep their hands to themselves. So should women. Everybody should keep their hands to themselves. I am of that cloth. This was disturbing for me because if Vado was willing to grab her up like that on national television, like if national television didn't click for you and become a filter and stop you from doing something you would normally do behind closed doors, I'm afraid of what he would do or has done to her already. Tahiri's ex, Joe Budden, has come out and talked about how Tahiri has been in these situations before where she's fought men. And that's not cool either. As a woman, a man should never hit you, period. But you don't have to hit a man either. Don't provoke the guy just as much as the guy should never provoke you. I preach that to the women in my life all the time. The women that I love and I, I would protect by any means necessary. Yes, at the end of the day... If you need me, I'm there, period. I don't care what you did, but don't do anything to put both of us in that situation. That's important. Now, ladies, got y'all got to stop bashing men for not doing something if another man is doing something. Because truth be told, that's not their business. Now, me personally, I can't just stand there and watch a guy be volatile with a woman and not do anything. I personally can't do that. I just wasn't raised like that. I just don't move like that. That's not who I am. So I would deal with whatever the consequences were of trying to stop him from doing harm to her in any situation. But the judgment that comes to guys who wouldn't, to me, is a little crazy. Because I've also seen the other side of that. I've seen guys jump in and try to be a hero and end up getting hurt really bad. So, yes, I would do something, but you can't fault a man that wouldn't. You can't. And it's a lot of times I done seen a woman haul off on a man, and I ain't seen women running to her, <laughs> her aid either. So, I don't think we should be focused on attacking the men who were in the room 
as much as we should be focused on the man who was doing the attacking in the room. But that's just me. And it was also another clip in Marriage Boot Camp where this uh, dude named Willie, who I believe is an R&B singer that used to be with the band, uh, Diddy's group back in the day. And his wife was getting into it with another man on the show. And Willie's wife was like, yo, if you keep talking to me like this, my husband going to knock your ass out in this kitchen. And then I saw Willie try to turn into something he wasn't in that moment. I saw it. And this happens. Ladies, y'all got to stop doing this. Okay? You got to know your man. You have to know your man. It's important to know your man. If your man is not that guy... Don't go talking about what he going to do to somebody. That's not fair to put him in that situation. He not cut from that cloth. I've seen this happen, man. I've been out and I've seen a woman go, oh, you going to talk to me like that? Bae, do it. And I've seen the dude go, do what? I don't, that's, no, he's actually a nice guy. I don't want, and then the guy's not trying to hear it. And then your boyfriend gets beat up in front of you. That's too much pressure to make a man fight for your honor in front of you. First of all, you can't lose. You can't lose. Right, because if you ever lose and you ever try to tell your girl something later in life, she's not gonna, she's not about to listen to you, fam. Yo, do the dishes. Oh wow, your tone is crazy. You didn't have all that to say that night in the park when Gerald was whooping your ass. See, that's not, but Gerald whooped my ass because of you. Don't matter. I should have left with Gerald. See, and you don't want to be that person. Willie became that guy. Willie jumped off the counter looking for action and got thrown into the oven. He put Willie, the dude put Willie in the stove and cooked him. In front of his wife on national television. Even if you want to stay with me now, I have to leave you. Because I can't, I can't be in this relationship. My pride is hurt. This man cooked me in front of you. Ladies, know your man. Know if he can win before you just go throwing him to defend your honor. Because if he can't win, this is not going to go well for either one of you. Stop. Willie got cooked in front of his wife. That is disgusting. And he was the bigger guy. He actually looked like the guy that was going to win the fight. He was the aggressor. He jumped off the island and was like, yo, what's up? And then got preheated on 350. You're for dinner now. That's not a good look, ladies. Make sure that your man can win the fight. And it's funny, too, because the narrative is changing. I saw a video the other day where this girl was telling this dude that she was talking to, like, hey, man, my, uh, my child's father is being real abusive, and he's coming over here, and I told him that you was going to be here. And he was like, nah, I'm leaving. He's <laughs> like, why would I be here? If he's kind of, she was like, what you mean? And he was like, no, call the police. Like, don't. What? I'm not doing that. We, we, we ain't even rocking like that. I'm not about to fight your child's father over whatever issues y'all got going on. And she was like, nah, then what you want to be with me for? And he was like, not to be rocky. Call the police. And she was like, you scared? And he was like, I'm not scared. I'm not scared at all. There's nothing for me to be scared of because the guy doesn't hate me. <laughs> I said, you see? You got to learn the difference between being scared and being smart. And I think back in the day, men used to get peer pressured. Most of the fights you got in, a lot of the fights we got in as kids was because of peer pressure. When you think about it, ain't no different. As an adult, you get peer pressured into these fights. And fam was like, yo, I mean, you cute and all that, but I'm not fighting your baby daddy over you. He was like, why would I do that right now at a time when it's hard to go to a hospital? <laughs> Fam is like win, lose, or draw. I'm just not putting myself in that situation, and I'm not mad at him. I know you're worth king. I don't know that I'm ever calling the police, but I certainly will walk away from you and let you figure it out. Lady, stop soliciting your man to fight. And this debate came up the other day, too. When you're with your woman, and let's say you step away for a second, or let's say you don't, and the guy's brave enough to try it right in front of you, and he tries to holler at your lady while you're with her, who should handle that? 
Now me, I feel like your lady should handle that. I don't even need to get up for two reasons. For one, it shows insecurity if I do. And for two, I'm not mad at you for trying to talk to my girl. Why would I be mad? If I were you, I would try to talk to my girl too. That's why she's my girl. <laughs> I, did, I see her. Shoot your shot. If, if I know my woman got it and she going to hold it down and she going to get rid of dude, what I got to do something for? Now, if he takes it further, puts his hands on it, gets a little loud, that's a whole different thing. But just I've seen men like go wild because a dude was looking at his girl. Like, fam, you got to relax. You don't want anybody to look at your girl? It's a compliment. I got friends who, like, in that situation are jumping off the wall. Nah, this dude said my girl had a nice dress on, fam. I'm going to kill him. What you mean? But you bought her the dress. Don't, I mean, you don't want nobody to compliment it? Nah, he's dead. What, why is he dying over a dress? Nah, don't nobody compliment my girl dress but me. Wait, <laughs> I've really seen this. Nah, you got fellas, you got to chill, man. Let men compliment your lady. It's a compliment, man. Like, and, la and, and your lady wants it. She want to know she still got it. And don't let her lie to you. She, I don't care what women say. Y'all like it. Y'all like it. You want to know that you still got it. I ain't mad at you. Go ahead and get your groove back. Speaking of, Tiffany Haddish got her groove back this week. She now has something in common with Angela Rye, Serena Williams, and Erica Badu. And that's common. Yep. Tiffany Haddish is the latest on Common's resume. Now, I sat here and told y'all weeks ago that Common had the wildest resume of every male ever. As far as quantity and quality. Both. And, and, and some of y'all said I was wild, and I told you, I don't know how Common does it, but the man literally has dated all of Hollywood, and no woman has ever had a bad thing to say about him. I, I'm not hating. I'm just stating. And I would like to know how he's done it. Now the latest is Tiffany Haddish. Here's the thing. It's a lot of women that are like, oh, my God, Tiffany Haddish stole my man. Oh, my God, I can't believe Common is off the market. Again, y'all need to relax. Common ain't never been off the market for more than six months. Calm down. Y'all know Common dates, okay? Common don't marry. He dates. Everybody calm down. Common will be right back. The problem is somebody should tell Tiffany Haddish that. I don't think she knows. I don't know if maybe she's been a little too loud to listen. I love Tiff, but baby, don't fall in love now, okay? If it's anything that Common has in common with the Common male, it's women. She said this is the greatest relationship she's ever been in. And talked about how spicy this man was in the bed. Like he shouldn't be. He done been in everybody. So of course he is. I, Tiffany, talk to Serena. Need to arrange finance for your business? Talk to Linked Finance today. As an approved provider of low-cost business loans under the government's COVID-19 credit guarantee scheme, Linked Finance offers fast, unsecured loans of up to €250,000 with no personal guarantees required. Simple applications are lowest ever rates and a credit decision in just 24 hours. Keep your business moving forward. Search Linked Finance today. Linked Finance, supporting a Government of Ireland initiative. Who you think Erica told to call Tyrone? That's Common. Common is a different type of dude, man. I watched this talk show once where I saw Common talk about all of the things he really went through as a kid, like that he wrote about in his book, the abuse and all of that. And then right after he finished talking about it, he started breakdancing. And I said, that is a different kind of man. I don't even know if I could make a joke about that because he talked about serious issues and then got up and started breakdancing. I said, there it is. That's the strength. That's the strength that gets you the Serena Williams and the Angela Rise. All I'm saying, Tiff, enjoy yourself, have fun, but somebody should tell you something. Another thing that's wild about Common is, so Common is on the low with his getting aroundness, with his Tupacness. Right. But he seems to pick really loud women <laughs> like he picked Superhead. She wrote a whole book about the men she's experienced. Tiffany Haddish. 
This, Tiffany Haddish has never experienced anything that she hasn't told us about. <laughs> like, I love Tiffany Haddish, but she she can't shut up. She tells us everything. Everything, yo, as Cinnamon Toast Crunch this morning. No one cares, Tiff. That's too, that's too much information. She's going to tell everything. I'm making this bet now. If anyone wants to bet me, let me know. I'm taking all bets. Somehow, as big of a mouth as Tiffany Haddish has, this relationship will end. Common will move on, and she will not have one bad thing to say about him. I guarantee it. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's like water for chocolate. If you know, you know. It's like some weird Hollywood thing or something, man. I can't call it. I don't know what it is. Same thing with Ellen DeGeneres. What the hell is going on with Ellen? What the hell in with Ellen? I'm shocked and appalled. I really am. It's not a lot of times that something happens in the world of celebrity, and I'm like, okay, I actually didn't see that one coming, but this is shocking. This goes against everything I thought I knew about Ellen. It does. I feel exactly how I felt when I found out that the WWF was fake. It's the same feeling, man. Oh, my God. The backbreaker doesn't really break your back? Oh, no. The sharpshooter is not sharp? The sweet chin music is acapella? The rock was never really at rock bottom? He was rich the whole time? Oh, my God. This is how I feel. Ellen, baby, what you doing? Now, I... (sighs) I want to say that it's not her, it's the people around her, but that's what we typically do when the Ellens of the world are in these situations. So I don't know what to say. I'll just say that I hope it's not true. Where there's smoke, there's fire, and what's, what's done in the dark eventually comes to the light. I always say that. It comes, man. You, you can't. You can only hide it for so long. I keep telling y'all, authenticity is a real thing. It's like a road trip. You know you got to get gas at some point. You hold out as long as you want to. You can even hold out until the car stop and die. But eventually you got to get some gas to get where you're going. Ellen, you got to get some gas, baby. Because I refuse to believe that Mr. Perfect wasn't actually perfect. That's, a, that's for wrestling fans. If you know, you know. Anyway, this story came out and Texas Roadhouse started trending after this woman bragged about finessing a man for a meal. And it was last week I brought this up. And it's funny that this just happened because I spoke about how Men might have to get to a point where you stop spending so much money on a first date, a second date, or a third date. Go on smaller dates. And then when she's worth it, you start going in your pockets. Most people were okay with that. But there were some women who felt like, nah, I'm not even going on a first date with you unless it's worth it. So you ain't taking me to Starbucks. You taking me where the stars spend they bucks. Ooh. Um, that was nasty. But... But then I told a story about how I had a homegirl once who literally stored this dude in her phone as food. And I've learned that that's not really rare. Like, that's a thing. A lot of women will finesse men that they don't really like to get a meal or to go to the movies or to do whatever. So I'm like, cool. I'm not mad at you. That's the hustle. But as a man, you got to now you got to move a little smarter because who wants to be that guy? And what do you know? A week later, there's these two people who appear to be on a date. They're both on Instagram. He puts up a picture saying, our first date, I'm so nervous. She puts up a picture saying, just finesse this lame-ass dude for some Texas Roadhouse. City girl's up a thousand. So obviously this goes viral after this woman apparently proudly posts that she finessed her date for a free meal. Then there's a whole nother post where he's taking her home and he's singing in the car with a white wife beater on looking to have the time of his life. And she is recording him and saying this lame ass dude thought I was impressed with this. So people reacted to this. So the dude eventually saw it 
and was like, thank you for the calls and concerns. I'm cool. I'm a little hurt, but it's life. You know, as far as my wife beat, I asked her, did I have time to change? And she said, nah, it's a take me now or never kind of thing. He said, I really thought she was the one. That little $60 put a dent in my pockets, but I'm gravy, though. A hundred. All right. So they started a GoFundMe for him. And last time I saw it was at like $500. Now, I don't think it's cool that women finesse men like this. At the same time, it happens. I'm getting tired of these GoFundMe pages, like starting to reward people for going through regular things in life, man. All right, a lot of men have got finessed. A lot of men have been stored as food in the phone. Ain't nobody was GoFunding nobody, man. I'm just saying, I'm not mad at the brother. I'm not hating. I'm glad he got his money. But I'm just saying, he said he was gravy. And apparently, he whatever she ate, it ain't like she had gravy on it. It was only $60. I'm just saying. A lot of us done been finessed. If y'all gonna keep GoFunding people for anything, then GoFund everybody, okay? Y'all not gonna wait till I die to GoFundMe. Y'all not gonna do that. GoFundMe while I'm alive. Don't, don't GoFundMe when I'm not here to enjoy the fun. Don't Stop this. I also think, I'm not gonna lie, as much as I'm happy that this story came out, because it goes into exactly what I was saying last week about how some women don't appreciate that a man is actually interested and genuinely wants to spend time and money on you. But I think it's bullshit. I'm not going to lie. I do. I do. I just, I think it's rare that a guy goes on a date with a woman nowadays and he doesn't follow her on social media at all. Like he's already searched. Even if you told him you don't have one, he searched, which would, which would make it a little weird that they're both on their phones at the table and he didn't see like his notifications that she wrote something and then vice versa. But maybe they didn't actually follow each other, but then he's taking her home now and she's recording him dancing and singing and posting about how lame he is. I I just don't think anybody's that brave. It maybe I'm wrong, but I think this is actually a couple that finessed the internet. That's what I think happened here. I think they actually go together. They was like, yo, I got an idea. Let's try something. And they posted it and went viral. And that a GoFundMe probably going to make $35,000. I don't know what's going on out here. But either way, it proves my point. Fellas, be smarter with your pockets. Ladies, understand why we got to be smarter with our pockets sometimes. But that don't mean you're not worth it. We just want to know that you are. That's all. We're not saying you got a gun. We just want you to go through the metal detector to make sure. So that now we can enjoy the concert without thinking you're going to shoot me. That's all. That's all. <laughs> That's all. It's not always what it seems. Shout out to Dr. Dre, soon to be ex-wife. <laughs> it's not always what it seems. She said, yes, I signed a prenup. Yes, I'm a lawyer. Yes, I understand how this works, but I was forced. Maybe she was. But, I mean, let's be honest. Wouldn't any of us say that if we were in that situation? I'm just saying, if I marry you and you end up with a billion dollars and divorce me, and I signed that prenup because I didn't think it was going to come to this. Yes, I'm going to say you forced me to do it too. Yes, I'm going to say you ripped it up. Yes, I'm going to say all of the same things that she's saying. But she's a lawyer. She knows more than me. I believe she deserves something. But half a billion, y'all? I don't know. I'm minding my business. Um, Fellas, watch your pockets. Ladies, watch your pockets too. Sometimes y'all be taking care of business in this situation. It's not really gender specific. Check the temperature, man. Check people's temperature before you just go jumping in the water with them. That's all. We should have been checking people's temperature long before coronavirus. We should have been wearing masks and not showing people who we really are long before coronavirus. I'm just saying, 
if you start to really break down a lot of these things that we're seeing, it's kind of wild that the year is 2020 and 2020 is a thing of vision, right? We're starting to see a lot of things clear. A lot of people think 2020 is the best possible eyesight. It's not. I think it's like 2015 is better or something like that. Because when I heard that, I was like, wow, that's trash. Like 2015 don't ring like 2020. Uh, 2015, a better vision. But nonetheless, we relate 2020 to having perfect vision. Hindsight is 2020, right? Well, this year, I believe, we will see differently years from now. And in hindsight, 2020 will be 2020. Mmm, bars. I'm just saying, yes, this is a terrible year. Yes, so many terrible things have happened. But we are learning so much at the same time. A lot of things should become clear to you. A lot of things should be clear that have never been clear before. I personally do not think that is a coincidence. This could have happened in 2019, could have happened in 2021. I just hope it never happens again. Like, that's my whole thing. The vision is clear for me. All right, let's get into moments of the week. Most reflective moment of the week. I learned this week that it's easy to find joy. Tell y'all a quick story. I got a really good friend who I make fun of all the time because she is in love with plants. She just loves plants. <laughs> like, that's her thing. I mean, when you walk into her crib, it's like Lil Shop of Horror. She introduces me to her plants. They have names. I think one of them, his name is, um, is Dumby. <laughs> it's, a huge, it's a huge plant, too. Plant big as hell. Plant looked like he played linebacker in high school. Plant about 6'4", 240. And she named him Dumby. Not Gumby and not Dumbo. Dumby. And she introduced me to the rest of them, and I got all of their names. And I can't remember everybody's name. But all of the plants had personalities. They had character. They had uh, stories. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, I can't believe you are walking me around your place introducing me to all your plants. And she was so happy about this. So happy. And I started laughing at her and we, we, we joke about it. And that's, but that's her thing. She loves plants. She loves nature. I make fun of her for hugging trees. She hugs trees. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, you, you, you don't know what it's like to hug a tree till you hug a tree. I'm like, I guess I'm gonna never know what it's like. I'm not, like, I don't, I'm not even really the fondest of hugging people. I'm not about to hug a tree. <laughs> As, I'm joking, but. In all seriousness, when I was younger, I judged people for what they found joy in because I was young. I was I was I didn't know any better. But as I've gotten older, I realized we all find joy in different things. Everyone does. What brings you joy may not bring the next person joy, but we all find joy in something or at least we should. And I started thinking to myself, she finds so much joy in plants. That's actually really dope. Because it shows you how simple it really is to find joy if that's what you're searching for. Because typically we find what we look for. There's, there's things that I find joy in that I'm sure someone would make fun of me for finding joy. But it still proves to you that you can find joy in almost anything. It's just a matter of where you're looking to find it. It should make you wonder. If it's that easy to find joy. If someone can find joy in plants, then why does it seem like so many people find it so easy to find hate? You could be finding joy in anything, yet you still resort to hate. Fam, hug a tree. <laughs> why do you hate me? Why would you hate me when you can hug a tree? Why would you hate anything or anyone when you can hug a tree? There's joy in that. You find what you're looking for. 
You're looking for hate, you're going to find it. It's a reason why when you buy a shirt, all of a sudden you see it a hundred times. You buy a car, all of a sudden it's the only car on the road because you find what you're looking for. You find what you're focused on. So I remember debating with my grandmother when I was younger about if happiness was a choice. I didn't believe it was, and she was trying to school me and tell me that it is a choice. But it, it took me years to realize that. Happiness really is a choice. So choose joy. Hug trees, man. Buy a million plants and give them names. I remember one time we was, we was hanging out and she was like, yo, I got to go home. My baby is in trouble. And I was like, you don't have kids. And she was like, I know. And I was like, well, you, what, you got a pet? She was like, nah, my plants. I was like, yo, man. <laughs> but she was dead serious because she had to get to her plants. And that ain't no different than somebody who got to get to their plans, that has to get to their obligations or whatever it may be. Look for joy. And shout out to Dumby. Um, real quick DoorDash story. If you haven't seen this, <laughs> if you haven't seen this video, it's going viral, right? It's, um, it's a young lady who apparently works for DoorDash and she gets frustrated because she cannot figure out where the person lives. And she has a real moment in her car. She breaks down. If you haven't heard it, uh, here's the clip. Fuck DoorDash and people who decide to live in apartments. Like, you made it so hard for me to find where you live. I've been circling around your goddamn place for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And I have no idea where the fuck they live. Ah! I've been eating their fries. <laughs> they're like apartment 23, but their address says 2919. I've been looking for 2919. And I asked them, I'm like, is it 2919? And they're like, it's a part, it's building 23. Like, that's not what I'm asking. I, this video stuck with me for, for a couple reasons. First of all, I lost it at, and I'm eating their fries. <laughs> like, because I swear to y'all, first of all, I have one of those apartments. Like, I have the apartment that's very hard to explain. And I feel like every time I get my meal, my fries are never full. That's why I started being, like, real serious about stapling everything. If it's not stapled, I'm not eating it. Because I promise y'all, I had this in my mind that, like, people eat my fries for the fact that my apartment is hard to find. And everybody thought I was crazy. See? See? I'm not trusting any more delivering of my food unless the bag is stapled for this reason. And as much as I was like, I'm, I don't work for DoorDash, obviously. I'm always on the other end of it. But I did have some empathy in watching this. Like, I can see how it would get very frustrating at times when you can't find somebody's place. I probably wouldn't eat their fries. But I did, it did give me a moment of perspective. Like, okay, maybe I should be nicer. Because I have told the story about the, the very first time that I ever ordered groceries. I ended up feeling so guilty for it. Because it was a hot-ass day. It was probably 103 degrees outside. And a dude came to my door. He had, like, three bags. And I knew it wasn't all of my food. And I was like, what's up, bro? Um, where's the rest of it? And he was like, oh, I don't have a cart. Do you have one? And I was like, no. Nah. Um, but you, you work for Instacart. Like I thought that something like something would have clicked that said, Oh, I should probably get a cart if I'm gonna work for Instacart. And he was like, nah, I don't have one. So I was like, I'm sorry, bro. I don't have one either. So he was like, don't worry about it. I'll be right back. So he came back upstairs with like another three bags. And the second time he came up, he didn't have as many clothes on. Like this time he, <laughs> this time he had on a tank top. First time he had on a t-shirt and now he looks like he just got out the shower. And I was like, damn. So <laughs> Uh, you about to go back down? He was like, yeah, man, be right back. 
And then the next time he came up, he had like three more bags. And then this time he had on a smaller tank top. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is going on? And he was sweating profusely. And at that point, I said to myself, if Fan brings up my 24-pack of water and there's three waters left, I'm not even mad at him. You, I, you, I get it. And I've never felt comfortable ordering groceries again, even though I felt like he should have had a cart. But they go through something, too. So I try to remember that <laughs> in my tips and every time I order things. Sometimes you want, you want your food when you want it. You don't want to go through anything. You want it to be simple. You want it to be smooth. But they have it. They have it hard too, man. It's hard times for everybody. Sometimes you gotta like have a little bit of empathy for the person that is out here delivering your food, delivering your groceries, or delivering whatever it is they're delivering. Not to say that they should be assholes either, but have some empathy for these people. They're going through it too. I in wrapping up, uh, lowest moment of the week. Real quick, I I just want people to see why we view things the way we do sometimes. When you think of the way that black people are treated by the police. You think about George Floyd. You think about Rayshard Brooks. And I remember a lot of people trying to paint this narrative that Rashad Brooks deserved to be killed by the police because he took the guy's taser. Because he attempted to run. Because he fought with the police. Because he resisted. Okay. Well, let me give you this then. First of all, I don't know who needs to hear this, but the police shouldn't kill anybody unless they absolutely have to. Even the people who are guilty of crimes shouldn't have to be killed. They should be captured. That's number one. Number two, well, let's now look at this most recent situation in Bethlehem Township, Pennsylvania, where... Adam Zabrowski opened fire at the staff of a cigar store. Apparently, a shop clerk told him he had to wear a mask, and instead, he grabbed two stogies and stormed outside. Then he pulled out a handgun and shot at the clerk. The next day, cornered near his home, this dude allegedly fired at the police with an AK-47, which then sparked a wild shootout with at least seven police officers that ended up with him getting shot in the ass and arrested. Yep, you heard it. Not murdered, not killed, arrested. This man had an AK-47 and an additional handgun and was shooting at the police and did not get killed. He was captured. I really don't have to give y'all any more details about that situation for y'all to understand where I'm going with this, or at least I shouldn't. You know what the headline of this article was when I saw it? It wasn't man killed by the police. It was not handling the pandemic well. Man fires at officers with AK-47 after refusing to wear a mask. Oh, he wasn't dealing with the loss of his job well, the loss of his child. He wasn't dealing with that well, so he pulled out an AK-47 and started shooting at the police. Not he's crazy. Not he's a criminal. None of that. Nah. Man just having a hard time in life. That's all, people. Nothing to see here. Just the AK-47 shooting at the police. We just going to shoot this man in the ass and arrest him. Well, why we can't keep this same energy for the people in life who don't have weapons at all? If you can't see it from the side of, all right, those men did not have to die, then at least try to see it from the side of, why can't every situation be handled like this one? If you can successfully arrest a man who is shooting at you with an AK-47, I'm pretty confident you can arrest a man successfully 
Who is in handcuffs? That's just me, though. Oh, the irony. And that's without me even getting into the police who detained and handcuffed a black mother and four children after mistaking their SUV for a stolen motorcycle from another state out in Denver a couple days ago. Yes, a black mother and four children after mistaking their SUV for a stolen motorcycle, fam? How do you mistake an SUV for a motorcycle as a police officer? <laughs> what are we talking about? These, these are children. You had a six-year-old handcuffed on the ground. Oh, my bad. Our apologies. We don't want your apologies, fam. Make it right. We don't want your apologies for Breonna Taylor. Make it right. You can mistake an SUV for a motorcycle, but you know what an AK-47 looked like. I guess they mistake that AK-47 the homeboy had for a taser too, huh? All right. Cool. Make it right. I just want everybody to remember this is not a moment for black people. This has been going on way too long and it's going to continue to go on and we have to continue to fight every single day. It's not a moment. It's not a trend. It's a fight. And it ain't 12 rounds. Rest in peace, John Lewis. It's your entire life as a black man. With that being said, I'm going to get out of here. Two things I want you to take with you this week. Number one, learn the difference between I can't do this and I've never done this before. That's a lesson I saw on Twitter the other day, and it made me want to say something about it because it's genuinely life-changing when you learn that. Learn the difference. Too many of us get frustrated. We quit because things don't happen quick enough or because we... We don't think we're good enough. You'd be real quick to say, I can't do this. No, you can do this. You've just never done it before. Big difference. I went through that personally a few times in life. Most recently that I can think of was on the bird show in the beginning. I honestly didn't think I could do it. I was dealing with too much. It took for my grandmother to give me her wisdom again. No, Reese, you can do this. You've just never done this before. Be patient with yourself. Give yourself time. You're here for a reason. You'll be fine. She was right. That applies to you and anything you do in your life as well. Don't ever say, I can't do this. You may just have not done it before. No such thing as I can't. We always, we always in a rush. I don't know if y'all go through that, but I go through that a lot. I always feel like I'm rushed, even when no one is rushing me, even when I don't have a deadline. Everything has to happen as quickly as it possibly can. I have to be done as quick as I possibly can. Took a quarantine for me to realize that that might be an issue. I got to learn to relax. It's okay. It's okay to sit in something, embrace it. Feel the moment. Take it easy. Sometimes quality takes a second. I believe that, right? Social media got people thinking that their life is over so fast. Oh my God, I'm never gonna be the same. You're 11. You're fine. <laughs> people be 23 years old. Oh my God, what am I gonna do? You're 23. You're fine. My grandmother even reminds me of that at my age. She's like, oh please, you're a kid. Hey, Grandma, what do you mean? But I love to hear it because you need to be reminded you got a whole lot of life to make a whole lot more mistakes. Relax. We got to learn to relax sometime. I'm guilty. I'll do something for two hours. I can't do this, man. This is ridiculous. I've been doing it for two hours. <laughs> right? I'll, I'll beat myself up for not being as good at something in a year that someone else has done for 40 years. Now nah, I should be as good as them. This is ridiculous. No, you should not. <laughs> Relax. Learn the difference between I can't do this and I've never done this before. It is life changing. I promise you. And I leave you with this to the people who are out here refusing to wear a mask. When you go to the stores and you are mad at the sign that says mask upon entry only. 
And that upsets you. That makes you feel like, wow, I can't believe they're not going to let me in this store because I don't have a mask on. I just want you to take a second, if you are not already, and imagine that you are black and you see a sign that says whites only. I promise you, it feels so much worse. Put a mask on. Next week, bitches. Look, I'm all up in your ear. Tell you what you need, not just what you want to hear. No, you had it all, you spoil, you don't like to share But you done made a pair with a man that got a pair Teach you how to love while loving you out of fear Well, I'm afraid to lose you, I'm loving you out of fear Yeah, you afraid of me cause I'm rare Far from a god, but in answer to your prayer I'm your prince, that's why you see my prince All over your body that happened while playing prince Girl, I got it all, who the hell we trying to convince? Need to arrange finance for your business? Talk to Linked Finance today. As an approved provider of low-cost business loans under the government's COVID-19 credit guarantee scheme, Linked Finance offers fast, unsecured loans of up to €250,000 with no personal guarantees required. Simple applications are lowest ever rates and a credit decision in just 24 hours. Keep your business moving forward. Search Linked Finance today. Linked Finance, supporting a Government of Ireland initiative. You know the Skoda Kodiak? Now meet the Kamek. It can fit a starting team of NBA players, a four-ball and a caddy, a quartet and their conductor, or the front five in a scrum. How much space do you need? The Kamek has all the benefits of the Kodiak. The tech, the style, and the SUV feel. Because at Skoda, we put big thinking into each of our cars. So you see, the Kamek is not small. It's just smaller. The new Skoda Kamek. Visit skoda.ie. We're all living busy lives. Day in, day out, you give it your all, potentially leaving you feeling a little run down. Why not support your immune system by reaching for Avogel Echinoforce? Avogel Echinoforce is scientifically proven to help strengthen the immune system by fighting the first signs of colds and flu viruses. Containing fresh extracts of organically grown echinacea, Echinoforce is a natural herbal remedy that helps the body fight the symptoms of these infections by supporting the immune system. Support immunity with Avogel Echinoforce, available from health food stores and pharmacies nationwide. Always read the leaflet. For more information, visit avogel.ie.